The other day, I listened to part of a long-form interview, a podcast, with the Jewish professor Gad Sad. He was promoting a book that he had just written. I think it was called The Sad Truth About Happiness, which I thought was kind of clever. He said uh, that he'd recently done an interview with uh, Tucker Carlson you know, for the same thing, to promote his, his book. Now, I don't know Tucker Carlson, but you know, I know that he was a host on Fox News and is a conservative commentator who's rather contentious, controversial, you know, a little abrasive at times. The professor said that, to his surprise, Carlson was, in fact, kind of down to earth, personable and gracious to him, and he said he went out of his way to make his kids feel at home, comfortable, at ease. That's not at all what I was expecting him to be like, he said. And that happens sometimes, doesn't it? People appear one way from a distance, but close up, we often come to know them differently. Jesus, in our gospel, was on his way to Jerusalem, to the cross. I mean, there were people, the crowds, who would stop and listen to him and then go on with his life, with their lives. But there were others who followed Jesus on the way. The first group knew something about Jesus, since they only knew him from a distance. This resulted in the attempt to fit Jesus into the category of a prophet. You know, everyone mentioned in that list was a prophet. Jeremiah, Elijah, John the Baptist. The second group that traveled with Jesus had come to know him in such a way that rendered the category prophet inadequate. They'd experienced things that could not be explained by that term. Just take, for example, the miraculous catch of fish. Remember that event? They'd been fishing all night, and Jesus said, cast your nets, and Peter said, all right, we know what's going to happen. We'll do it anyhow. And they caught so many that their nets were about to break. And he fell down before Jesus. Depart from me. I'm a sinful man. What a strange reaction. God had come close to him. From that moment on, Peter no longer used the word rabbi to address Jesus, but Lord, the word used in the Old Testament as a substitute for the holy name of God, which was too holy to be uttered. The same person, but vastly different knowledge. Kind of like knowing your spouse as you dated him or her, and knowing your spouse by traveling through life, sacrificing for one another, forgiving, persevering. As for walking the way to the cross and the resurrection with Jesus, our knowledge is incomplete, you know, inadequate, as is the joy and the awe that apparently is available to those who live close to him. Now, if we're close to Jesus, traveling along the way that leads to victory over the grave, you know, what elements would we see in our life? You know, what elements do we see in the lives of those back then who traveled with him? I mean, the first one is obvious, but they spent time with one another, conversing with one another. You know, the image that comes to my mind for this is that of my parents, they get up early in the morning. Dad prepares the coffee. Several years ago, I gave him a French press and a bean grinder, and so he grinds the beans, prepares the coffee, 
And they sit in the dark talking with one another for a half an hour to an hour every day, just talking. Then they either pray the rosary if there's no mass, or they go to mass together, and then he's off to work. Conversing, being with others, I mean, that takes intentionality, right? So too we would think with our Lord. It's not just when he happens to come to mind, but being intentional about it prayer every day. So maybe, you know, making a morning offering first thing in the day, and then at the end of the day, look back and make an examination of conscience. How do we do today, Lord? Maybe just five minutes of silence. Wouldn't that be nice? Silence, five minutes of silence. Maybe you could do that over lunch or maybe in your car before you make the trek back home, make that transition, get into a better frame of mind. Might be 10 minutes of reading the Bible or a decade or two of the rosary on your way to work. Yeah, so if you're traveling with someone, you're spending time with that someone. But people who share life together share meals with one another. So clearly the Sunday Eucharist, as we're doing right now, is part of it. But you know, like we'd say that something's off if you never helped your spouse or your parents with a meal, so too here. I mean, that can make you think of ministries, being involved in that way, or just better participation. I need to focus better. I need to just speak the words better. You know, maybe drop in for a daily mass, especially if you're retired and you have that time. Or adoration on Thursdays, or just drop in and spend just a little time visiting with our Lord here in the Blessed Sacrament. Then we could also say, you know, get to know others who are close to Christ. If you're traveling with others, it would be good to get to know them. We might say, firstly, like the saints, that would be good. Just last night, I was reading an account from a personal secretary of John Paul II who said he got a phone call at 3 o'clock in the morning about an international emergency. So he goes to the Pope's chambers. He knocks on the door, and there's no answer. So he goes in, goes to the bedroom, and there's nobody there. He goes to his study. There's nobody there. Goes to the chapel. Doesn't see anyone. He goes up to the roof where evidently there's a walkway. Nobody there. And he goes back down and he does a more thorough check of the chapel. And there's John Paul II, 3 a.m. in the morning, prostrate on the ground, praying. What did he know that we don't? Get to know others who are close to Christ. Saints, and I would say want to be saints in our community. Don't wait for someone else to take the lead. Take courage. You're the someone. Call them, have a cup of coffee, and talk about holy good things. And then finally, you know, to walk the path Jesus walked obviously means we're not on paths that lead away from him. So we might ask the question, is there anything leading you away from him? You know, wasting time, you know, binging on Netflix or video games, and afterwards you just regret it. Maybe complaining, selfishness, indifference, cursing, anger, gossip, materialism. You know, are you on a path that is not as close as the path should be to Christ? You know, friends, from our own experience, we know what it's like to know someone from a distance. And afterwards, to know them through sharing life with them as a friend or spouse. And we know how the experience enriches our lives. 
don't miss out on what God would share with you. You know, which evidently is offered in the community of disciples, set on the revelation given to Peter and his profession of faith, which apparently unlocks with his keys what outside the church remains unknowable. 